And the Lord spoke to this Christian woman, a Bible woman, teacher of the Bible. And the Lord said, go raise Grandma Tan from the dead. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. the encoffining service was happening at that time. And the Bible woman walked in, laid hands on Grandma Tan and prayed. And Grandma Tan sat up. And the first thing she said was, take that Buddha down off of the wall. This family is going to serve Jesus Christ. I just met him. God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour out his spirit on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for that promise outpouring, we equip for that outpouring, so that we may engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We have a wonderful study of a really huge subject. We're going to talk about something that was suggested to us by one of our listeners. And that subject is faith is in the spirit, not in the flesh. Thanks so much for joining us today. We are so glad that we can be together once again. And we just thank you for being a listener. And we want to encourage you that you can stay in touch with us and we can stay in touch with you if you want to go to our website if you haven't already done so and signed up for our email blasts. We have uh, various things that you can be involved in receiving, whether you want to hear from us once in a while or more frequently, we can keep you posted on things that we're doing and keep you informed. And uh, if you're an intercessor, we have special things for the intercessors because one of the things that we do is contend, contend in prayer, contending for the outpouring, contending for the things that God wants to do in this earth. And and right now, I, I know that depending on when you're listening to this, it may be over, but right now there is a war going on in Israel. And so we have special prayer going on for that. And if you're interested in joining us on a Zoom call for that, send us an email at feedback at globaloutpouring.org, or you can go to globaloutpouring.net. And uh, down at the bottom, there is a form that you can fill out for feedback, and that will come to us, and we can send you the link if you're interested in praying with us daily. We're praying daily together for Israel. So today, we're going to do something that I think is really, really fun. You know, we keep asking you for feedback, and I want to thank those of you who have written to us to give us feedback. It's really meaningful because this is this is a real faith ministry. You know, when you're when you're preaching in a congregation, you can get people's reaction by what's going on on their face or mm-hmm. yeah. you know, if they're falling asleep or if they have their arms crossed like you know, you can you can get a reaction or if they're if they're smiling or if they're laughing or if yeah. they're serious or whatever. But, but we can't see you. So. We can't see you. So when you write to us, it's really meaningful. We really really appreciate it. We recently received an email from uh, someone named Arif, Arif, I suppose it would be pronounced, from Indonesia. 
And it, this is really fun because Philip and I love Indonesia. We have fond, fond memories of our times ministering there uh, with our founder, Sister Gwen Shaw, and when she was still among us. And later we went with another team to Sumatra. So we've been to Sumatra and we've been to Java. And uh, this is the, I'll read part of the email. It says, uh, Arif here from Indonesia. I've been listening to your podcasts on Spotify and I really enjoy it. The Lord uses global outpouring to impart heavenly understanding through the podcast. I've received a lot of new concepts from the episodes, Glory to the Lord. This morning, after I finished praying, I felt the Lord wanted me to write to you about a topic for discussion in podcasts. What was given to me was along the lines of, faith is in the spirit, not in the flesh. It is the spirit that has the faith, not the physical body. I said, okay, Lord, I will write to Global Outpouring. So yeah, here I am writing to you. The Lord blesses Global Outpouring abundantly. Glory to the Lord. So thank you so much, Arif, for sending that to us. And yes. we took mm. that to the Lord and we've been praying into it. And I've just been enjoying the study that has come out of this. Uh, we've probably got way more notes than what we can even cover, but we're going to cover what the Holy Spirit gives us as we're doing this. I know that that's really how most of our podcasts go. We really <laughs> depend on Holy Spirit to bring forth the things that are on His heart. And I always have it in my heart to pray that whether we speak the words or not, that you will hear the words that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. We yeah. might not even use those same words, but you'll get something in your spirit that helps you to grow. Yes. Amen. So we're going to talk about faith is in the spirit, not in the flesh. And I love the fact that in the last 50 or 60 years, there has been a vast increase in the number of people that have died, I'll say it that way, or had death <laughs> experiences or near-death experiences, as they call it, that have come back to tell us what they saw on the other side. And it's interesting, too. Last, our last episode was with Dean Braxton, and we really love our brother Dean. He's, yeah. he's mm -hmm. really special to us, and he's kind of taken a liking to us. So that's really exciting to me, and we're probably going to be doing more podcasts with him because there's so much that he needs to uh, download to us that the Lord downloaded to him in heaven. But the point I'm trying to make here is that we're talking about a spiritual thing. Mm -hmm. And when you die, you leave your flesh, right? Yeah. The, the way that, how does Dean express it? He says, my body died. I, I left and then my body died. Yeah. I left my body and it died. So when you're trying to figure out what's in the flesh and what's in the spirit, it's interesting to listen to those people who have gone outside of their bodies <laughs> and their body yeah isn't living anymore, and uh, the experiences that they have in the Spirit. Yeah, so they're looking down on their body as they vacate. Yeah. And, and uh, well. it's also interesting, I'm really excited about this movie that's coming out. Uh, by the time you hear this podcast, it will be available in theaters. The movie After Death is a documentary that goes into the fact that there is life after death and telling people's experiences. And thousands and thousands of people have been interviewed that have had these kind of experiences. So we're learning things about the spirit realm from these people. And they all say something like, I was more alive yeah. when I came outside of my body than I was in my body. 
Yeah, just like your senses, everything is so super sharp. Right. So your senses and your thinking, thinking yeah. are all in your spirit. It, yeah. We think of our senses as being something that, it, that would be physical. Mm-hmm. And we have a physical nose that smells, and we have physical eyes Touch, that see, yeah. uh-huh. et cetera, et cetera. But there are senses in the spirit. So why am I saying all of these things? Um, before I get too deep into this, I want to al- actually tell a story of uh, someone in Indonesia because of our listener that gave us this thought to do this podcast. Uh, our founder, Sister Gwen Shaw, learned this story from the lady who had the experience. Her, she called her Grandma Tan. I'm not sure exactly where on the island of Java that she was, but but uh, she was from a Chinese descent family. A lot of there were a lot of Chinese refugees that ended up in Indonesia, and they were all Buddhists. And she died, and the Lord spoke to this Christian woman, a, a Bible woman, teacher of the Bible, and the Lord said, "Go raise Grandma Tan from the dead." So <laughs> yeah, yeah. the encoffining service was happening at that time. And the Bible woman walked in, laid hands on Grandma Tan and prayed, and Grandma Tan sat up. And the first thing she said was, take that Buddha down off of the wall. This family is going to serve Jesus Christ. I just met him. And that's astounding to, to die a Buddhist. Mm-hmm. And somebody must have been praying. Yes. Yeah. But as a result of that, the whole family, because it was a very influential family, mm-hmm. the whole family got saved, and and the sons and the and the grandchildren too were serving God in ministry with mm-hmm. some big churches in Java. It's true. It's true. And so you know, here's here's the point. There's something going on in the spirit realm mm-hmm. that has to do with what you believe. And what you believe is your faith, mm-hmm. that your faith is that substance. What you're hoping for. Yeah. And the evidence, evidence of, of things, things not, not seen. Not seen or what you don't see. What you don't see. And the Bible says that what we see is temporary. Yes. And what we don't see is eternal. eternal. Mm-hmm. So the seeing of something that you can't see is the basis of faith. And the hearing about that thing that you can't see is what brings faith. We have Romans ten seventeen that says faith in the King James where, that we grew up with. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mm-hmm. Now, it's interesting to hear some of the different translations of that. What does the Passion Translation say for Romans ten seventeen? Faith, then, is birthed in a heart that responds to God's anointed utterance of the anointed one. Beautiful. Um, the, wow. the Young's literal translation says, so then the faith is by a report, and the report through a saying of God. Mm-hmm. The Aramaic Bible in plain English says, therefore, faith is from the hearing ear. Remember how many mm-hmm. times Jesus said, if any he man has, has ears ear to hear. To hear Here's let him hear. hear. Let him hear. Uh-huh. Okay, so so just like we said at the beginning, uh, the senses that you have are in your mm-hmm. spirit, and so they're somehow connected to our physical senses. Yeah. But there's a hearing that is in the spirit that's connected to your heart. So faith 
Back to Aramaic Bible in plain English. Therefore, faith is from the hearing ear, and the hearing ear is from the Word of God. So what we hear that comes from the Word of God, it comes from, remember in John chapter 1, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word Word was was God. God. Mm -hmm. And even our friend Dean Braxton says that when he got to heaven, and this blows me away because it doesn't agree with anything I ever heard before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he said that all the redeemed call God Father, and everyone else calls him the Word. The Word. Wow. Uh-huh. So that shows you how one Jesus is with the with, Father because we uh-huh. understand that the Word is Jesus, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So the hearing of your, of your ear, if you have an ear to hear— you're going to get something that you can latch onto mm-hmm. in the spirit. Yeah. It's like, you know, beginning of the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. The Word was with, with God. God. And the Word was God. And so Jesus was that living Word. Mm-hmm. But now that the living Word is not physically there, it's spiritually in us. Right. If you've invited you know. him in. So it originally was in the flesh with Jesus coming, mm-hmm. but now it's in us. Right. And before before he became flesh, mm-hmm. it was already in heaven. Already in the heaven. So in it was spirit. already a spiritual thing. It was always thing. in the spirit. Right. Uh-huh. So the word that we latch onto, that we make a part of ourselves, mm-hmm. is what causes faith to be. Mm-hmm. And it comes into the spirit from the spirit, it's a spiritual thing. And it's not something that you can drum up by your flesh. Yeah. You know, we, we understand the importance of learning the word of God and reciting the word of God and making statements about the word of God. But it's not like lip service that your, your body itself is doing without your, without your heart being engaged. Yeah, okay. it's it's of no use if it's not from the heart. Just like Jesus said to the woman of Samaria at the well, uh, he said that God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit, spirit and, and in, in truth. truth. Uh-huh. So our worship comes from our faith. Mm-hmm. Our worship is in the spirit. Yeah, and it's like we receive Jesus in our hearts by faith. It's not having your name written on a roll of a denominational church that right. gets you to heaven. Right. Because it's by faith. Yeah. You know, I was listening uh, recently to a Zoom call that was done with some of these people that are participating in the movie After Death. And uh, one of them actually died a Buddhist. Um, he was Korean, and, and he found himself falling into hell. And I, wow. I don't know the rest of the story. I'm waiting to see the movie. Yeah, I have to see the movie. <laughs> that <laughs> but, was a teaser. <laughs> yeah, but but he talked about how somehow or other he met the Lord, or somehow or other he came back. Maybe he, it was later that he met the Lord. I don't know the whole story. Mm-hmm. But but he talked about how there is this God place in us. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wasn't one of the others, that that there's a space in us that God created in us for himself. Wow, Okay. And, and that only he can fit that. We know that. Fill the void. Only he can fill that spot, uh-huh. that, that void, that, that vacuum. 
And we try all kinds of things to fill that vacuum, but we never, ever can do it in the flesh. It's like we're created, uh, and this is something Sadhu Salvarez says, you know, we're created as worshipers. Right. He says, in the East, people worship idols. He says, but here in the West, people worship themselves. Ooh. Ooh. And how do you worship yourself? By doing what you want to do. True. You know, maybe if you, I mean, you have to keep balance in all things, and that's by listening to the Spirit. I mean, it's not a sin to go to a ball game or or things like that, to play golf and things like that. But you have to listen to the Holy Spirit because there are those that are deeply involved in a lot of things, and the closer they get to Jesus, then those other things just, uh, they lose interest. That's very true. And that's through the Spirit. keeps you on track. You know, what do you need to let go of? you know, that's keeping you from a, a, a strong relationship with the Lord. Because mm-hmm. when it comes to an eternal perspective, you want to be everything you're called to do. But if you're not work, walking in a place to hear, you won't fulfill that. That's very true. Of course, very true. preaching to myself too. <laughs> yeah. I think all of us need a little of that encouragement once yeah. in a while. While you're talking about the difference between the East and the West, Mm-hmm. And the difference between cultures in whole regions. The powers of darkness have always been trying to keep us from establishing a complete relationship with our Father, mm-hmm. which is that faith mm-hmm. that's in the Spirit. Yeah. Okay. And so he's had ways down through the centuries and millennia to try and keep everybody in bondage. Yeah. And and in the East, there's been a lot of idolatry, mm-hmm. okay? Keeping people engaged in worshiping idols. A couple thousand years. Uh, more Longer. than a couple thousand. And then, and then you yeah. get into like the African countries, and, and there's a whole lot of spiritual understanding there. And, and they're a little bit, I mean, I, everywhere there's witchcraft, but, you know, there's a lot of witchcraft and a lot of... Of, uh, but but there's there's a knowledge in Africa in the African nations and in the Asian nations. There's an actual knowledge of the spirit realm, mm-hmm. that there is a spirit realm. So this whole region of the West, that was the first receivers of the word of God. Well, the the powers of darkness are going to try and squelch mm-hmm. the understanding and the knowledge of the truth that comes through Jesus Christ, the truth that comes from the Bible. And so what he has done in recent centuries is the same thing that he did to Adam and Eve in the garden where he caused them to doubt. Oh, mm-hmm. God didn't really mean that. Yeah, and when you you read that, I remember I think it was Dean saying, yeah, Ivan Tuttle said, said this there wasn't something that just happened. This has been going on for a while. Yeah. You know, this uh this causing to doubt. Causing to causing to doubt. It wasn't just a one time thing. Yeah. Because yeah. he saw all this when he was in heaven. Mm-hmm. When he had his experience. Right. So what happens is that doubt begins to wear away at faith. Yeah. What what does the media do? It keeps feeding you stuff mm-hmm. until you believe it. Right. And that's what has happened in especially the last couple of centuries, maybe three, four centuries, in uh, in Western culture mm-hmm. that has caused people to say, well, we're going to go with the science. We're not going to believe that old book. 
God. You know, we we don't even believe there is a God. Yeah. And and it's caused a doubt to grow like like mold mm-hmm. and destroy faith. And faith is that thing that's in the spirit. Now, here's the thing that I've heard probably at least two people that have had death experiences have said that when they got outside of their body, and especially when they got to heaven, there was no doubt. They had no unbelief. There was no, there was no wrestling about, is this truth or is that truth? There was no wavering in their faith mm-hmm. because they were in that place of the spirit yeah. where faith is pure. Yeah. And so they they didn't have any doubt. Yeah. So doubt is unbelief. And if you don't have the Holy Spirit to quicken you, because I mean when I was backslidden, you know, I knew about the Holy Spirit. I never had the experience, but I only went to a church where I knew he wasn't there. Mm. You know. You didn't go to the hot church. I didn't go to the hot church. No, <laughs> I, I went to the one that in my opinion was safe. Mm. You know, it was there was no conviction there. Yeah. You know, not now if I went to the hot one, it's just like, is that minister gonna get a word of knowledge over me? I'm not walking where I should. Yeah. So one of the things that we have talking about faith and talking about faith in the spirit realm, we know that God is love. <laughs> and we know that God is a spirit, okay? So so love must also be in the spirit, right? Uh, and I, I, I'm toying with the idea of doing a series on this. But we see in Galatians 5, 6, that faith works by love. So when you have this infusion of the Holy Spirit into you, mm-hmm. you have this opportunity to let the Holy Spirit grow his fruit in you. Yeah. So all of these fruit are products of the Holy Spirit living inside of us. The Holy Spirit comes and fills that void place when we welcome the Lord to come into our lives. Mm-hmm. Our spirit receives that presence of God and he fills that void place and he fills our spirit. And I, I loved what, what Dean said in our last episode about how the Holy Spirit just, he gets into all parts of you. Your spirit is in everything of you. And mm-hmm. his spirit is one with your spirit. So his spirit is in your fingers and his spirit is in your ears and his spirit is in your eyes and his spirit is in all of you. So every part of you has him in it. Wow. And then you are also in him. Uh, Now, I've been meditating on this subject for years and years and years, and I really feel like the more we meditate on this, the more he is going to help us to overcome our flesh. Yeah. That fleshly part of us that always wants to disagree, that fleshly part of us that (laughs) always wants to doubt, it always wants to question, it always wants to be rebellious, it always wants to have its own way. But the things of the Spirit want to have God's way. Yeah. And the more we yield to him, the more we yield to his love. Remember what, what did Jesus say is the first and greatest commandment? Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, and soul. Exactly. And all your strength. And, and then he said, on this hang all the, the law of the prophets. That's right. 
So uh. everything in everything that God built in the whole Old Testament mm-hmm. hangs on loving God and yeah. God loving you. Yeah. So when Jesus was sleeping in the boat, when he told the disciples to go over to the other side, the storm arose and it can be really strong storms there. Yeah. And they were sure that they were going to drown. So they woke him up in panic and fear. Okay. Panic and fear are in the flesh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and it, it can affect your spirit, I think. I think there's, because God has not given us a spirit of fear, fear mm-hmm. but of power and love and a strong, strong, sound, sound mind. mind. Uh-huh. But Jesus, Jesus calms the sea, and then he says to them, this is from uh, Mark 4, and I'm going to read 39 through 41. It says, he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, hush now, be still, muzzled. And the wind ceased sank to rest as if exhausted by its beating. (laughs) That's so beautiful. And there was immediately a great calm, a perfect peacefulness. And he said to them, why are you so timid and fearful? How is it that you have no faith, no firmly relying trust? And they were filled with great awe and feared exceedingly and said one to another, who then is this that even the wind and sea obey obey him? Mm -hmm. They were still... Uh, you know, in a large way, they were still walking in the flesh. Yeah. And they didn't have the faith that came by the Spirit because they hadn't yet received the Spirit. And Jesus was in the boat with them. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they waited. They should have woke him up earlier. (laughs) Well, (laughs) he was thinking that by this time they would have gotten it, that they could do these things that Uh he did because they did so many of the things that he did. Remember, Mm -hmm. they went out by faith. They went out preaching the good news and they healed the sick. I don't know that they raised the dead or not, but they were healing the sick and seeing miracles and and, and casting out demons. And their faith failed them at this point. But, you know, we see in the book of Acts that, that they got their act together. Got their act together. <laughs> but here's, here's, together. <laughs> here's, here's, the, here's this wrestling between the flesh and the spirit. The flesh and the spirit. And we have this, uh, this wrestling. We see that in Galatians 5. We mentioned earlier about faith working by love. But it goes on in Galatians 5 to talk about this struggle that goes on between the flesh and the spirit. And Paul says in verse 16, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirit. Uh-huh. So walking in the spirit is a walk of faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the location of the faith. Your faith is in your spirit. Your faith is in your heart. Your heart is the center of you. Okay, if you're talking about you're going to go to the heart of the city, what part of the city are you going to? You're going to the downtown. Yeah, the center. Center. The center of the city. So your heart is the center of your being. It is where your spirit resides. It's where that it's it's the place where God resides in you when you've invited him in. So then it goes on to talk in verse 17. I'd like to read it in in the Amplified Classic. Verse 16 says, but I say, walk and live habitually in the Holy Spirit, responsive to and controlled and guided by the Spirit, 
then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh of human nature without God. For the desires of the flesh are opposed to the Holy Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are opposed to the flesh, the godless human nature. For these are antagonistic to each other, continually withstanding and in conflict with each other, so that you are not free, but you are prevented from doing what you desire to do. But if you are guided, led by the Holy Spirit, you're not subject to the law. And then it goes on talking about the practices, the works of the flesh. And I don't want to take time for that, but it's it goes into idolatry and sorcery and strife and jealousy and anger and envy and drunkenness and carousing and so on, the party spirit. But then it goes on talking about the fruit of the spirit, which I mentioned earlier. But it's this war that goes on between the flesh and the spirit. And you see that also in Romans 7 about this war that's going on. But we have the Holy Spirit to help us to establish this faith, and the faith grows. And you can't get faith into your flesh first. What goes on in your spirit can become a reality in your flesh to cause you to walk. I mean, your, your walking is something that you do in the flesh, right? You, it mm-hmm. takes your feet yeah. <laughs> and your legs to make you walk, right? Yeah. But if you're walking in the Spirit, you're not going to fulfill the desires of the flesh. And, the, and your feet aren't going to take you where your flesh doesn't belong mm-hmm. if you're walking in the Spirit. So there's a place where God wants us to go, where we are so united with Him because we love Him. And united with him because he loves us. That love that causes faith to work. Your faith will continue to work. Your faith will continue to grow as you let the love of God transform you. As you let his presence transform you. And as you do that, it causes a transformation in your body. You know, you can anchor your faith in the Word of God to bring forth healing into your body, for instance. And, and it, sometimes it requires us to even speak those words and speak over our body and command it. Like Paul said, I keep my body under. Under subjection. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a faith move from the Spirit to cause your body to come into alignment with the Word of God. And what happened with Paul? That one time he was stoned. Mm-hmm. Usually, when they stone you, you're dead. Mm-hmm. You know, but he got up and then went to his next meeting with the rest of the disciples or wherever yeah. he was, the people. I mean, he was stoned and got up. He was I, raised from the dead. He was raised from the dead. Yeah, because you didn't survive stoning back nope. then. They want to make sure you're dead. They left him for dead for sure, but the disciples had gathered around him and prayed. Yeah, and that faith. Mm-hmm. That works by love. They loved Paul. Yeah. They saw a miracle Yeah, right there because it wasn't Paul's time. God mm-hmm. sent him back. Yeah. I mean, maybe uh-huh. he actually left his body. Maybe that was the time when he was caught up into paradise mm-hmm. and, and saw things that, it were, that were unlawful or unutterable. He couldn't, he couldn't even speak the things that he saw. He, and, and the people that are in this movie are talking about the, the hardest part is coming back to earth and using earth language to be able to express something that's inexpressible. 
You can't describe it. Yeah, that's what everyone says who's been there. Mm-hmm. You, there isn't human words to describe everything they saw. It's true. It's true. So in this fighting of going back and forth between the, the spirit and the flesh, and in this idea of the word, you know, the word can become flesh in us. When we give ourselves to the word and put the word in our heart, it can cause these changes in our flesh and cause changes in our, even in our attitudes, changes in the way we think. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I started to say earlier about this intellectualism that is uh, like a ruling spirit over the West. It causes people from the West to, to not even be able to think in terms of a spirit world. They just think that that's, that that's some kind of myth pocus, pocus or, 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 yeah. or some, some kind of legend. Yeah. That it's not even really true, mm-hmm. but it is. What do you have? In Colossians, the second chapter, this is verses 6 and 7. In the same way you receive Jesus our Lord and Messiah by faith, continue your journey of faith, progressing further into your union with him. Your spiritual roots go deeply into his life as you are continually infused with strength, encouraged in every way, for you are established in the faith you have absorbed and enriched by your devotion to him. Mm. So it's our devotion to him that is our level of faith. Mm-hmm. And our devotion to him, we are devoted to him as much as we love him. Yes, amen. So faith works by love, and love is in the Spirit, as well as faith being in the Spirit. There are times when uh, you need to have the Word of God as your guide. I remember Sister Gwen, our, our founder, telling the story of a man that was the editor of the Fukien Times in, I'm, I'm honestly not sure which Asian nation it was, but it was during the World War II era when uh, Japan had, had occupied so many of the islands there in, in the Pacific. And he was, uh, he, I think he's Chinese background because that's what Fukien Times was. Uh, it was a Chinese newspaper. And he was writing things that were contrary to the Japanese occupation. Mm-hmm. And so they were coming after him and he had to flee. But he was a believer in the Lord and he had this little group of people with him and what he would do every day, every morning he would get up. And they are like in the mountains trying to stay safe. Hidden. Hidden. Mm-hmm. Trying to stay hidden from, mm-hmm. from the, the Japanese who were looking for him. Sort of like David, you know, when Saul was looking for him. And every day he would get up and he would have his devotions and he would read a scripture. And whatever that scripture was gave him guidance as to what they were to do whether they were to move, whether they were to stay, whatever they were supposed to do. And it worked amazingly. They were over a thousand days running for the, from the Japanese. Uh, there was a book about it years ago, and I wasn't able to find it when I was looking for it to, to tell more, more of the story. But there was one occasion where some of the people that were with him did not believe that he had heard right. Mm-hmm. They were absolutely sure that he was wrong. Like maybe it was, maybe the, maybe it was something like he knew that they were supposed to stay put. Yeah. And these people wanted to move on. And so whoever agreed with that little 
group, that that man who rose up to say, you're wrong, you're wrong, this isn't this isn't the right thing to do. I don't think he was a believer in, in the Lord, or he probably would have had the Holy Spirit showing him that, yeah, this is right. <laughs> yeah. So um, the story goes that that this man and whoever decided he was right went and did what they thought they were supposed to do, whether it was to stay or to move on, I don't remember. And And they got caught by the Japanese. I don't know what their end was, but this man who was following the leading of the Holy Spirit, his faith that was residing in his spirit was residing in the Word. His faith was anchored in the Word. And the more we put the Word into our heart, the more sure we're going to be, the more our faith will be solid, the more our faith will be able to stand up no matter what things look like around us. We will be able to walk in the Spirit, with the Spirit, by faith, knowing. And that's part of what faith is. It's that knowledge. It's that knowing that you know the truth. Mm -hmm. And the truth entering in you. You know, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Yeah. Uh And. And it's our trust in that. It's our the anchoring of our soul in that. That's something that's in the spirit. It is definitely not in the flesh because the flesh has the capability of doubting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The flesh is the one that rises up and says, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> and the flesh is always wrong. The spirit is <laughs> yeah. always right. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is is helping us. So I want to close with... A word that uh, Cheryl Simpers gave to us, and you might remember Cheryl Simpers from some of our other uh, wonderful podcasts. We've had some tremendous interviews with her. But she received this word from the Lord in August of 2023. And here's what she said. I was standing before our Lord Jesus. He said, I always do what I promised when you believe and receive what I said. Every promise of God is yes and amen in me by you, 2 Corinthians 1.20. You need to agree with what I say in my word. That agreement comes into your spirit by my word. It is established in your heart. Then your mouth speaks what is in your heart. My word is spirit and life, John 6.63. And is manifested in the physical realm when you agree with my word and speak it. That is why it is vital for you to study to show yourself approved, to meditate on my word, and to rightly divide my word. Don't be lazy. (laughs) There are many who are lazy Christians when it comes to reading and studying my word. They do not understand it is a matter of life and death. And that's what it was for that man. For that capture, you know, yeah. escaping the Japanese. Yes. Yeah, that's life and death. It is a matter of life and death. I told you in Proverbs 18.21 that death and life are in the power of the tongue, and he who loves it will bear the fruit of what he speaks. If you are not eating of the seeds of my word daily— It will be very difficult to stand strong and courageous in the days ahead. It will be seen who stands on me and my word and who does not. How will you believe and receive my promises 
if you are not in my word to receive everything you need and everything that is already yours. My people perish for lack of knowledge. Hosea 4.6 Are you seeking to know me? You cannot know me and the Father apart from my word. The Spirit brings revelation of us in the word to you. We long to impart to you what you will need in the days ahead. We long for you to draw close. So it's the drawing close to his word that builds our faith. And that Mm -hmm. faith is in the spirit. And here's where the connection is to our flesh. Because we, by an act of our will, make our flesh connect through our mouth. Mm -hmm. Our mouth is flesh. Yeah. So what God, what God is putting into our heart as we study his word, what he's putting into, th- into our spirit through his spirit, through the word, what he's putting into our spirit through his spirit, through love, that faith that's being built, that, that is the anchor of our soul in him. And that will cause us to walk even in the physical realm according to the Spirit, so that we can escape the Japanese occupation, as it were. You know, whatever the, the thing is that's a trouble point, mm-hmm. if we will anchor our souls in the Word and anchor our souls in Him, that faith that's in the Spirit will enable us to overcome the flesh, those, those desires that are not according to the Word of God. It'll, it will help us to walk in His ways and keep His charge. Mm-hmm. Yes, amen. Do you want to close with prayer? Yes. Well, Father, we thank you, Lord, as we, our life on this earth, Lord, our, our boot camp as it is, Lord, it's, it's training ground. It's training for all eternity, Father, what we do on this earth. So we thank you, Holy Spirit, as you're leading us and guiding us, that we would, we would just put things aside that would hinder, that we can hear your voice clearly, knowing that it could be a matter of life and death. It could be a get off this exit right now, mm-hmm. not knowing there's a fiery collision going to happen right up ahead. Mm-hmm. That Holy Spirit, we would always keep an ear tuned to us as you are training us on a daily basis by staying in your word and staying in your presence, because in your presence is fullness of joy. And in your presence, Lord, is our direction and everything we need. So we thank you for your word that you have and that, Lord Jesus, you live in our hearts. And so we just bless our listeners and that this word would be imparted to them. In your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence. Thank you.